tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, Masters of Sex fans, to another... After Buzz, Masters of Sex, After Show. This is Season 3, Episode 9, High Anxiety. Uh, and with me, as always, Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. And Quinn Skillian. Hi, guys. So, let's get right into it. Yeah. This is a very... This is like Bill at his worst. <laughs> this you know, is... I think Bill needs, like, a number one worst dad mug. He's, you know how people have, like, the best dads? He mm. needs number one worst dad. He's he could a, be worse. He could he, be. <laughs> I'm worried that we're going to see him get worse. Uh, he is a yeah, he's worst dad, worst husband, worst uh, in an extramarital affair. He's the worst in everything. I just think the scene between him and Libby was actually hilarious. That they were sitting complaining about their lovers to each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. a great moment between yeah. them. Um, when we first see Bill in this episode, he is, he, his jealousy of Dan Logan has hit the point that he can't get in touch with Virginia. So I'll just let myself into her house yeah. and wait here creepily in the dark for her to get home. <laughs> and he is like, desperate and sweaty and just a total mess. And I'm almost surprised that he hasn't like caught them in the act yet. You know what I mean? Because like well, they're hooking up a lot. I mean, they're obviously being good about it, but I'm just saying like he's letting himself in. He's, you know, he's really keeping an eye out, you know, because he kind of knows. He, he kind of knows. There was a, yeah. a detail I don't think we talked about last week that somebody pointed out to me that at the end of the episode, because he has the key, he is about to use it and doesn't, probably because he doesn't want to walk in on this. Mm-hmm. Like he's that would be mm. that would be all his worst fears yeah, realized. He doesn't want to see he yeah. actually having to see it would be different than, you know, you kind he, of thinking. You think he he realized even then? Because it seems like a month has passed since we since the previous episode. Yeah. Because not only is two months actually. It's been, was it two because months? he Did said uh, they said uh, Paul he's been well he's been doing just fine for two months, like as far as yeah. eating. But do you guys think that um Bill would be equally as jealous just that he is taking up all of her like uh, her work attention as he would with knowing that he's taking up also all of her like sexual attention too. Like I think Bill is like equally annoyed that he's taking he's taking Virginia away from you know the studies he wants to do and stuff like that. He wants Virginia to himself in every in way every, possible. In every yeah. way. So yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. Even if he didn't know that they were romantic mm-hmm. with each other, like the jealousy about you know having her be more interested in his scent study. Then yeah. his surrogacy program is like driving him crazy. Well, he he did go behind her back, and it wasn't like he he really he even said, "I don't think your objections are valid." So he was like, "I don't think you're, Bill's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do." So it's per usual. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, why would why would she then want to 
take his his program seriously if he's not going to take her objections yeah. seriously. And mm-hmm. so she's going to work with a person who respects yeah, her. Yeah, there was a conversation like that at some point where she's like, I've never put my you know my, my foot down yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, and it's clearly all because of of them both. By the way, both she I, said our, you know both of our names are on that door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and to be fair to the surrogacy program, which we'll get into more detail, I, I do think. Vir- there needs to the problem is and she has the line like the suffering male and i think that's the problem that yeah. it's too focused on males but the idea of the program i think in itself uh, virginia might be being too hard on in a way well i don't know i was i was, i do i do see where she's coming from with like the fact that it's I, unintentional like- <laughs> unintentional Wait, what I miss that hard on. Hard on. Yeah. I do think that, like, you know, her her scruples in terms of, like, the, um, you know, it's it's really hard to judge how, it's a little too, what is the word I'm looking for? Well, well, look, as we see. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm saying that, like, it's too unpredictable. That's what I'm looking for. And and with that stuff, I get it is an unpredictable. There are a lot of variables. There are a lot of variables. Well, I I will say seeing the uh, surrogacy program in action made me uncomfortable. And I actually was like, I would feel more comfortable if they were getting paid for this. Like, that just kind of, like, shot through my head. Also because it, it seemed like... When it came time for them to to do the get non, him to non sexual touching, uh, yeah, non sexual yeah. touching, it, he immediately wanted to jump to sexual touching, and then it made me kind of question like the validity of yeah. this man's sexual dysfunction. Like, Can is I, he, yeah, it, it, you yeah. know what? I was got, uh, yeah. Let's just get into the the surrogacy yeah. program since we're talking about yeah. it. And it was interesting that scene. I believe the guy's name was Jack. Jack. I wrote mm-hmm. that when Nora's with him. At first, I didn't know whether this was just this guy kind of scamming in a way. Like, yeah. oh, this is like some like 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 him thinking it's almost just like prostitution or something yeah. like that. But then by the, cause he was so persistent and that was what was so uncomfortable. So he uncomfortable. kept, but she's touching his chest. Yeah. He was just like so desperate for yeah. her to, Here, to, yeah. Here's my question about that. You know, Bill was so nervous that, you know, she did end up touching him sexually and everything like that. He was so nervous about like, you could have ruined the rest of his development from here but like my question is what would be worse her doing that and touching him sexually in that way or bill interrupting why wouldn't he stop well what I, would be what would have been a worse a worse outcome because he's like you could have ruined uh, everything I think, it's like then if that if it, if the stakes were that high you should have walked in the room s- and put an end to it see but then wouldn't that I, I think that might end up being worse because it yeah. really interferes with the intimacy yeah. of the situation I, mean, I, I don't know I'm like what is what is it's like you know I mean look she nor Virginia's argument is like a lot of these people aren't gonna be properly trained aren't gonna be probably we don't really know so much about them and that, that was kind of proven right in this with Nora. Yeah. Nora shouldn't have... I, I don't put all this on Nora, obviously, but no. she shouldn't have, I guess, done what, what she did. But I also understand why she did what She's she did. She's just, like, so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed about the whole thing, you know what I mean? I just feel like she is... And she wants, obviously, so desperately to be good at whatever this... You know, at this. Yeah. And and so, you know, she just didn't... I don't know. I just really think that she just didn't know what to do. I, I think a lot of the, the issue is that a lot of the surrogates come with their own baggage. As we find out. And yeah, they're not like yeah. It's not in a vacuum, you know what I mean. You don't have like these zeros. You mm-hmm. don't have that. No, and that that's with anyone. But it's also something along, you know, the fact that they are not married couples or they're not people who are in relationships. Uh, 
there isn't that that built-in understanding of of already having like that past history of understanding like okay well when this person acts this way that's coming from this and i know that because i'm their husband or their wife so when Nora admits to the reason why she she agreed to touch that man because it comes from just like mm-hmm. this systemic abuse that she's grown up with, <laughs> which was heavy, like yeah. whoa, Nora. Um, that's that's not not understandable because everyone's going to come into any type of sexual interaction with their baggage. So it, it just. I just think that's something that that Virginia would take into consideration that Bill they has not. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true, and that's why she. They need, oh, yeah. they need to be involved with everything together, together. more. Uh, I bet you Bill wishes he was more involved in the SENT program at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, speaking of that guy, Jack, and that scene, though, by the end of it, though, at least I felt like it was genuine. It, it, it was genuine. It wasn't him trying to, like, game the surrogacy program. I, I guess did. So. I, I don't still, know. I was incredibly uncomfortable that whole scene because I just, it, it was set up in a way where I was like, something's going to go wrong. Something's gonna go wrong. What's gonna go <laughs> like? I, don't, I didn't feel like uh, maybe he would act aggressively. I thought or that too. I thought plus so. it was such an older man, a, a younger girl. Yeah, and I mean, I gotta admit, also just for me, it kind of threw me because it's. Beth from The Walking oh, Dead. It's Beth, and she was and, like so young in that Yeah, part. and yeah. it's, I mean, I bring that, but I think that maybe is a brilliant thing with the casting here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That she looks so young yeah. and so, like I said, like bright eyed. She's so, you know, wide eyed and naive. And then the other thing I kept wondering about Nora was, is she looking at Bill? And we talked about this a little bit last week. Remember, I said I wondered what her, if she had some kind of MO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And watching this, I still wasn't sure, like, is it... Is it a a father figure thing? Is it that she has a crush on him? Turns out it's a little both. bit of both. Yeah. yeah. So we have a little bit of Freud Freudianism happening. She, she um she tells this this story about her father, and it's a great scene between them because it explains a lot about why she felt like yeah. her father was always demanding and stuff like that. And he was a ab- physically abusive, and she felt like she had to do this for the man. But then later we see in a more quiet moment between her and Bill. Where they're eating Chinese food. I thought this was a great looking scene also, by the way. I wanted to say the, the lighting, lighting, everything mm-hmm. in that scene was really awesome. Sitting on the steps at the office eating there. the Chinese food, really cool. And she basically says, oh yeah, no, I was, I felt drawn to you when you were mad at me. Mm-hmm. In the same way I was drawn to my father or all these abusive yeah. boyfriends <laughs> and I've had. Because Bill was kind of like, oh, well, good thing you know. Good thing yeah. you know not to do that anymore. But it does raise a question. I think you were kind of talking about baggage people bring to this can someone like that really be in this program i think i think she can be in the program i just think they had to take a little bit more consideration into their pairings you can't just you can't just treat them like they are prostitutes and just put them in a room with some random stranger and that's that nobody is going to be a perfect surrogate person no but i think if if this is a guy who is going to to beg to be touched in a sexual way then you have to pair him with someone who has an experience of being like but how in a do you more account, controlling but how situation. How do we even account for that? I mean, there's like yeah, I mean, you just got to go by a million things. That's, people's but, word, I that's, guess. That's, you know? It's also by the word, but it's also just in terms of what they've already been observing. The surrogates they need to observe the men the same way. They need to ask those questions in the same way. Like, and and from there, kind of build it up. There's a way to get it to work, but it, it takes a little bit more investment in the people who are doing it. Yeah. I also question the idea of pairing Nora up with any older men well, at now, this point. Now too. we know that that probably because, wasn't a good move. Yeah. We yeah. didn't know that at the beginning of the episode. No. 
But that's that's things that they should consider and ask. You know, I think sometimes they take it from such a strict scientific viewpoint and they don't think about the psychology and also I mean that's Virginia's job she's the psychologist she's the one who's supposed to break these people down so Uh, one last note on the surrogacy program a little comedic relief with uh, Lester, I guess mm-hmm. this is how they practice, and Lester's yeah. doing a whole like Casablanca fake, fake thing. Right? Yeah, they're all making up like new names and stuff. He's, so pre- he's just... pretending he's Rick and Casablanca, telling the whole, which was, which you know, was kind of funny. We That's haven't funny. touched on his film buffness in a while, so I was happy yeah. to be reminded yeah. of that aspect of him. But you know what? It's and I didn't even think about this, but there was the foreshadowing of when they mentioned the thing about the Air Force, mm-hmm. how the woman reacted, mm-hmm. and then later yeah. how how Nora. Uh, Nora reacts. Yeah. So yeah, so it was a little comic relief, but it was also setting some stuff up. So it was a good. I like the way they dealt with the surrogacy program. This yeah. issue uh, episode. Um, so Bill, though. He, much like that man, is very desperate for sex at the beginning of this episode. And he wants Virginia. He doesn't mm-hmm. want... He, not, not desperate for sex, I guess. desperate for the intimacy. Intimacy, you're right. I shouldn't... And also, I shouldn't, and also yeah. He's, yeah. he's an ego-driven guy. He wants to feel like he's winning, always. You know what I mean? He wants to yeah. feel like he's the, he is, you know, object of her affection. And he wants to, he wants to be with Virginia... Uh, he doesn't want her hand or her mouth. He wants to be with her. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think, I don't really know how much we've seen of them doing, like, more foreplay type sex stuff. So I was like. Not recently. Yeah, because she was Not like, in a while. You know, because she, season, she wasn't really. walking in being like, hey, I'm ready to go. She had just left Dan, you know what I mean? And it's suddenly it's like, she didn't say no, you know what I mean? This might have been the first. I mean, we've seen them after sex this season. Was this the first time we saw them? Ha- no, they no the first, first very first yeah, scene yeah. of the very first episode. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, the very first thing they were doing. Um, so but it's been mechanical. so long. You're yeah. very mechanical, and she faked her orgasm. Yes. And that was a big thing where we were like, Bill should know. He should he should be able to He's spot the, that a mile he away. Did kind of, the face Do you think he knew? Oh, yeah, I yeah. think he knew. Okay. It was kind of like... And then and that's why he was going so crazy for the whole rest of the episode. Making, Makes making sense. Making Betty go in and, like, you know, sneak around and get information. Mm. So, Virginia fakes her orgasm. Bill goes even nuttier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he confronts her about the whole scent program and everything. And Virginia brings up an excellent point. She wanted. She didn't want Dan Logan in there. I know, she, that yeah. was Bill's pick because he didn't want Hugh Hefner. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's almost like thou dost protest too much. I think Virginia, <laughs> you're making it a little obvious. But it also that really has to to hit Bill because it's like, oh, I brought this upon myself. I, yeah. I brought this guy in here, um, and that leads to that confrontation leads to the best scene between Bill and Libby that we've had I, yeah. in yeah. a long time. Forever. Yeah, possibly. And she's right. They should get drunk together more. I know. Well, the sec- I actually thought that scene could end with them having sex. I actually did because they were they were these two people who were they're on such these like islands right now. They weren't with the the lovers they wanted to be with, and I thought it might bring them together. But Bill, instead, yeah, but Bill was shit faced though. I don't think he could. No, that's the only reason why I thought he would actually. Because <laughs> oh, he was so drunk. I think for for Bill, that's not even a thought anymore, which is kind of sad. But to to have sex with Libby say, is something that he couldn't even fathom. And in the way that Libby was for that entire scene, she was giggling and laughing, and it was like heavy shit. And you're like, that's how far removed she is from all of this. She doesn't even it doesn't even have the gravitas that we think it needs to have because. This has been years and years of them now just living these separate lives t- 
in the same house. And what Bill then says about the marriage, like if you look back, he says, we tried our best. Yeah. He's already he given up on this man. Done. We well, try, yeah, we're not trying our best. We the question was, best. what would you say if you were at the end of your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, we tried our best. And, and okay, that was his answer. But then he added on to it, we gave it everything we had. And so, and then for me, that was the moment where I was like, oh, he's not talking like on his deathbed. He's saying like right now, right now. we gave it yeah. everything we had. Yeah. It's pretty much over. Yeah. I mean, it's the first real acknowledgement we've, I mean, we all know it. They, we know they know. But it was the first time anyone verbalized this, yeah. which I thought was important thought for them to too. finally say this. And yeah. And it also, was, you know, every single time I think that Libby has these conversations, kind of these like, very obvious conversations with Bill that that are shrouded, you know, in all of these other kind of, you, you know, I don't know. But I think that that pushes her more and more towards, like, you know, hooking up with Paul and moving on and, and you know, eventually having, like, the separate life or whatever, you know what I mean? I think every single time she has these conversations where it's, like, more and more obvious that her and Bill... It's just yeah. that he doesn't care, you know what I mean? And so I think that, that you know, that pushed her to Paul with, along with, you know, the jealousy from Stephanie and everything like that. But, like, I think that's another one of those kind of forcing factors we keep talking about when Libby's eventually going to make her exit. Mm. I still say I can't, and I, I mean, I don't know the timeline exactly in real life, but I feel like the show's taken enough liberties anyway. I can't see them. I mean, we got three more episodes. I feel like it... it it's over. It's over. I mean, this was basically them saying it's over. Oh, I feel yeah. like we're going to see it, but I think I feel like by the season finale, we're going to see Libby walk out on Bill. Mm. That's that's what I'm thinking. I would hope, but if if Libby walks out on Bill, then that pretty much means that Dan and Virginia are over, and then they if, if they're gonna if they are gonna go with real life, then yeah. it's gonna become like the Virginia and Bill. Well, yeah, because I think it actually depends on what kind of a time jump we're going to expect between this season and, and season that's four. True. That, yeah. we're, that's true. That's going to also have a lot to do with what you know where relationships are and stuff like that. Well, let's talk about, I guess, these other relationships then. And we'll start with Dan and Virginia. Uh, he's trying to find a reason to stay in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He wants no. to stay in St. Louis. He's clearly... I mean... And they are coupled up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look like a real couple. Well, they're very comfortable yeah. together. They're mm-hmm. very their relationship feels very lived in at this point. It totally does. Like in the bathtub and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's like husband and wife right there. And we kind of first get the the sense of what the how the research has been going. And seventy five percent of women don't get aroused by the pheromones and the. Are they, are, are they still just smelling Lester's sweat? Like, what is, <laughs> yes. uh, what's in there? Have they refi- I hope they've refined I think it. They from turn t- it into like an actual <laughs> perfume yeah. that people are. <laughs> just Lester sweat. Yeah, that'd be gross. Um, I mean, I can't believe they were making him do that to begin with. But, but Virginia comes up with the idea of uh, we should try see the placebo effect, mm-hmm. and. I actually thought this was going to work because it made sense to me. If you believe this thing is going to get you more aroused and stuff, it will get you more aroused. But after we see this kind of uh, 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 cross cut between women testing it. And a Virginia Dan sex scene, which, by the way, speaking of sex scenes in this season, I feel like we haven't had a lot of sexy sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Like the two of them in this one, it was it was it was sexy. Actually, I would say the only sexy sex scene we've had before this was actually Allison Janney earlier yeah, in the season. Right. But oh, it's yeah. been like it's everybody's so 
yeah. mechanical with the, like you have said, Bill was with Virginia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I thought it was nice it was to see nice two to people see, like, were passionate about each other. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm totally with you there. I mean, like, I was talking a lot well, about the passion that I feel, like, you know, in the first two seasons of this show were sexy. Yeah. They were sexier than this season. They totally were. When they, we, I really do think that that, you know, we talked about this episodes and episodes ago, just about, like, you know, that puttering out a little bit with Virginia and yeah. Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was also really, really happy to see that, too, because sex is supposed to be fun. There you go. <laughs> um... So they have the, um, the the placebo effect doesn't work though. No, but at the end of the day, slightly, but yeah. slightly, but not, not good enough. enough for Dan Logan to stay. I don't know. I mean, the good thing about Dan is that, like, I, I, I know Virginia was kind of trying to push all these things to make it so he would have to stay longer. She keeps wanting to prolong the study and everything like that. And I was like a little bit nervous that they were gonna like fudge number. I don't know, but he wouldn't. You know what I mean? He's a good yeah. guy that way. He wasn't gonna like. Yeah. He's just you know he's really sticking to the to the numbers. I think the decision that they come to at the end where he just decides I'm going to come back for you is the best decision. It's not it's not something where he's trying to figure out a way to stay and then yeah like come up with some some no pretense yeah Yeah, no pretense. It doesn't feel uh, genuine if he's always just finding trying to find a reason to stay where it's just like you know what I love you. I want to stay for you, and I want to try and make something work. And he was just like, we yeah. love each other. And there was, yeah, there was the confession of love in this, too. It was yeah. clear. No, it was really sweet. Um, what's interesting about that, though, the only reason there is pretense is because of Bill. Mm-hmm. Because clearly Dan's wife is a non-issue. He said that they have a understanding. Yeah. Which but I... Actually, I was still thinking about what you thought about maybe her being ill. Yeah. Sounded a lot... Sounded pretty much right up that alley. That still could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, re- I I assume we're going to meet her sooner rather than later. And maybe, I, maybe not. We haven't really even brought her up really at all. We, we've been talking about her a lot on the after show, but they haven't mentioned her in the show, like, in episodes. That's true. I feel like we're going to have to, to see her at some point, because I think we have to get a little bit more of an understanding what their understanding is and maybe mm. it is she's ill or yeah and maybe it's you know or they just have an understanding like you know some people some people have that yeah. the clintons you know <laughs> i'm just saying do they have an understanding i've I've heard rumors. When I, I, in the book Game Change, they alluded to, like, Hillary knows he does his thing, but they're two people who love each other, mm-hmm. but he does his thing. Yeah, well, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have, have admitted as, as such. Oh, did they? She said that there are things that I'm sure that he's done that I don't ever want to know about. Like, that's something she said once. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, if if you know about more celebrities in open relationships, let us know. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm just thinking about open. I'm just thinking about like now that we're talking about relationships. What do we think about this little triad of Austin and Betty and Helen? Mm. Austin was a mess. Austin, yeah, let's let's talk about Austin here. Well, Austin, Teddy Sears is not going to be in the show for much longer because he's going over to, or maybe maybe he will, but he's doing, he's playing. um, Like what show? I'll follow him anywhere. (laughs) Oh, is it like the the Flash? Flash. Yeah, Yeah, the Flash. Flash. He's going to be playing. I can't think of the name. The first Flash. I can't think of the name right now. To be fair, I mean, he hasn't really done. He hasn't been on the show all that much this yeah. season yeah. anyway. So he could probably do, do double duty. Because actually, when he came back, we were all like, oh, yeah, Austin. I had missed him. <laughs> yeah, I had to see him. But it wasn't like we were like going every day being like, where's Austin? 
Well, he shows up. He's a wreck. Hammered. He is. He has lost. Takes off. Yeah, he's lost <laughs> custody of his kids. The dumbest so, thing in the world. Well, I'm unfit. Yeah. <laughs> and then talking about his physical fitness. That's <laughs> what you know when you realize you're unfit to be a parent. I guess you strip naked and scream at the window. Because you think it has something to do with yeah. your physical. It's prowess. the most logical reaction. Yeah, right. It makes total sense. Um, I just almost feel like I don't know. Maybe Helen isn't pregnant. And she was just, uh, I don't think she'd lie about that. I don't think really lie. Cruel. I thought she was just trying to do that to make Austin feel better, and then no. she was going to have to go behind no, Betty's no. back well, and get pregnant at, in a different way or something like that. No. Look at that one and done. I know. That's all it took. That's like that movie right. Saved. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah one and done. I like that movie. <laughs> I, like that. I like that movie. If, what can if, I say? If the timing's right. I mean, it, well, I also liked how they, how they kind of reinforced that Austin is just like a, a giant man child. Oh, and that was why he loved his kids so much, because he had so much in common with his children. Yeah. And then you actually get to see him acted out by like asking for more ginger ale and what asking the, where the Frosted Flakes yeah. were. The Frosted Flakes, yeah. And not being dressed the entire day. And Wanting also that to, weird uh, suicide, fake suicide note. <laughs> yeah, wait, so he just wrote like a suicide note and then just what, took a shower? Yeah, yeah. I guess he's like, oh, I just wanted to get that out. Yeah, he just yeah. wants attention. Yeah. Yeah, and he—I mean—he wants to go into the bed with them. He's like, "Can I sleep with you guys?" Yeah, I like, know. Can I come in there? I, like, I threw up. I don't think you could even fit in that bed. You're like six no. three, dude. Yeah, I just a little man child. Um, but you know what? The one thing, and actually, this kind of disappoints me, and maybe it's because of his shooting schedule with with other other projects. But uh, you know, he talks about how he only felt like like really himself when he was with his kids. It would have been nice for us to have seen him with his kids well, and kind did. of gotten that. That's like been two seasons time. ago. But even I remember, like, oh, he is actually really good with his kids. Yeah, know, we could have used shrouded that. in all of his like, uh, you know, extramarital messing around. It was like hard to kind of be like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would if we want to. I mean, I know he's not. I know he's basically here almost for like a comic relief yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think it would have hit me a little bit more. I would have felt a little bit more for him if I'd had a moment where I got to see him, like, with his kids. But then again, you know, they there's a juggling. lot of, yeah, they're juggling a lot they're of people. They're juggling a lot of different arcs, character arcs, yeah. and, and like, we haven't seen Bo Bridges in forever. We haven't seen Alice and Jenny. We may not see them again. I like, will, or let, or Tessa, what the hell? Yeah, Tessa? we haven't seen, that's who I'm disappointed so. with. I, I want to see more of Tessa, and... Because there that was so built up for like the entire first half of the season. Everything was Tessa, Tessa, Tessa. When are they? Gonna, when is she going to talk to mom? What is? What's going on with her relationship with grandma? Blah blah blah. And then it was just like cold turkey. See you later. Yeah. I hope we get back to her because I hope the show doesn't just like. And I, I would be shocked if they did this, but sweep the whole rape thing under the mm. rug. No, no, I'd be shocked no, if they did that. Something's happening where that's probably just festering, and it's going to come. Maybe, or maybe they'll bring it back for season four. You know, sometimes yeah. they do. Like I said, weird I mean, like, a lot of things, a lot of things. I think are going to be like. I'm wondering about where we are temporally. Like, if Helen's pregnant, like, are we going to see her give birth within the next three episodes? You know what I mean? Or is that going to wait until next season? It could yeah. happen. We're jumping it forward. Could you know, you don't know. Like, you never know Virginia what they was do. Pregnant one day and then had the baby the next. I know. Yeah. We also I mean, haven't seen that child in a very long time, so I hope with, she's okay. She's with George. Oh, okay. George yeah. is watching George all the kids. Is, George and Tessa, they're all hanging out. Yeah. Taking care of each other in a cardboard box somewhere, I assume. Uh, you <laughs> know, the house. We're, we're talking about uh, Betty taking care of Austin as like a, a kid, but she's also like 
torn between the two work parents. Yeah. She's like the kid torn between the two work parents in yeah, this thing. Yeah, but she took care of him, though. She's like, I'll get you some ginger ale, blah, blah, blah. So she's uh, like showing uh, that she's kind of ready to take on like a more maternal role. Oh, but I meant yeah. more with uh, Bill, and Bill Virginia. and Virginia yeah, 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 being yeah. torn. When Bill asks her to, like, like yeah, I like how he comes to her. He's like, you're right. We can't have secrets. No secrets around here. So you got to find out what Dan Logan's up to. Yeah. It was so weird. And he goes, and Betty, you know, she goes there and very not so subtly. In, in a very a, Betty way says, hey, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Virginia denies it. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Bill confronts Betty. And Betty's like, she denied it. And he's like, of course she would deny it. Yeah, yeah, but I get where Betty's coming from. She's not trying to see the, 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 you know, she does want to repair this stuff. She's like, I worked hard for this job. Yeah. You guys go under. Guess what? I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. she's in a tough spot yeah. to how to handle this. Because this whole love triangle could bring down the whole study, the whole office. I know. I wonder if, like, there's going to be um, kind of a culmination between... Um, I don't know. Just, like, a lot of things coming to light at once, and then maybe we'll see Tessa again back there because she was the one who was kind of, like, needling in around, you know, her mother's kind of love life. Maybe. So maybe all that will come together at the That's same time. That's true because Tessa was is very much against her and uh, Virginia and Bill being together. Yeah. So... Wait, did we talk about, is it is it Bill specifically or is it just men in general? Just It's Bill specifically, right? Um, I, I think she she doesn't like the fact that her mom's kind of... Giving her advice about one way and then living another. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's Bill, and then I think also just not being honest. I think the I think she would have a problem with almost just any guy who's just kind of hanging around or whatever. But yet, I think the Bill thing hits extra hard because oh, I yeah. think she's a hypocrisy. She feels yeah. to it. They work together. She's also Tessa's, as we saw at the beginning of the season, has a relationship with Libby. Yeah. You know, so she's got to think that, like, oh, my mother's, is my mother breaking up this marriage? Mm-hmm. You know. But Libby also has the understanding as well. It's kind of, I see where Tessa's coming from to a certain extent, but these are ad- adults and they have their own relationships and they have their own understandings and she should keep her nose out of it. And oh, that's, like, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It is none of her business. Yeah. No, she's really angsty, hard. But, but someone should talk to her. I know. Someone should really I'm just... just saying, like, teens on TV, we were talking about this, like, about, you know, Fear the Walking Dead or whatever. Teens on TV are so angsty when you have all these other things that are so much more prevalent to the show, to how how me, how I feel as a viewer to it. The last yeah. thing I want to do is deal with, like, you know, uh, just, like, it, stuff where one conversation could fix it. It's really irritating. That to gets have. frustrating. It's really mm-hmm. frustrating, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like they should probably talk to, to Johnny. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Johnny. Ball. About nocturnal emissions. So, Bill shows up late to the, the big football party. Uh, I like the moment where it's like, oh, and let's give a round of applause to uh, yeah. Bill, who clearly was That's like the absentee anything. coach yeah. and is terrible. <laughs> he couldn't even bring the trophies on time. Yeah, so, yeah, worst coach, worst dad. So... <laughs> It ends, the scene, the party ends, and uh, Dennis doesn't go home. Dennis is sitting uh, outside there with his little trophy. He was the MVP, too. Yeah. And Bill's like, oh, what's wrong? And he's like, he's like, you know about, like, and he's like, well, let me show you. And he brings out a book, and he's talking to him about nocturnal emissions. Mm-hmm. And Johnny overhears it. Johnny sees this happening, and Johnny flips out and starts throwing crap. It was so at funny them. to watch him hit that kid with the ball. Yeah. It like, really landed. Like it yeah. made a loud noise. Yeah. At first, I, I wrote, "I hate Dennis." When I saw him sitting outside, 
And then when when he discussed like what was going on, and because I, I don't know, maybe it was just the acting that was going on. I hated, but um, that he was just having like a really innocent child moment. Then I was like, oh okay. Yeah. And then to have that reinforced by by Johnny being such a little brat, I was like, oh, I don't hate Dennis anymore. Especially that, especially because like bully bully E becomes bullier. But, yeah. Well, in defense of Johnny, though, his father. Has been acting more like a father to Dennis oh, we've seen yeah, of than to John. To, to, like I understand I get why. That frustration, dude. I would yeah. probably do the exact same thing. I don't think you should take it out on Dennis though. I think you should well, take he's it a out kid. on his dad. I mean, he's a but he kid. did. You he know set what I mean? The, the baseball card on fire. The other thing that's though, so that scene was bizarre though because he threw things like get out of my house, and the scene ended, and it's like, like it's not no, dealt with in I any was way. Like, didn't didn't that deserve a conversation? That's crazy that Bill wouldn't be like, yo, we gotta talk about. Something. Although it wouldn't be the first time Bill doesn't talk, so I buy it, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah. something should be going, like, I assume the next scene would be, like, Bill going to Johnny's well, room, like, well, like was, what are you I doing? I wanted for a conversation there. I really did. That's the thing with Bill, though, is that he, he doesn't, he's not really confrontational with anyone except... But he's good at punishing. Uh, except Virginia. He doesn't... I mean, even with punishing, he's not even really that that good with it. He kind of leaves it to to Libby to do. I mean, he's done it on occasion when he's gotten really angry, but he's not a confrontational person um, unless he's just like in the middle of his own bad day. So you know, with him and Dennis, when he confronted him that one time, that was more of a his own oh, personal yeah, that, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. or when he confronts the the. Crazy Christian. Ron, well, I was going to say it was confrontational with him in this episode. That's his own personal stuff that he's taking out on someone else. You know what I mean? It's he's yeah, he lashes out at whoever he can yeah. in these moments. But when it's actually healthful, like a, a healthy confrontation, he does not know yeah. how to do that. Well, it doesn't end there with Johnny and Dennis, and maybe Bill really should have talked to him because. Johnny yeah. decides to push the issue further, and I, you knew, you saw this coming from a mile away. Johnny's sitting there, watching Dennis talk to these girls, and then he walks over and he's like, "Hey, yeah, did he?" Puts his ass on blue. Yeah, he comes out and he goes, "Well, I thought he might have been talking about." He might have been talking about how he doesn't know how his penis works, or it's something like that. Yeah. Is what he says. Hey, penis is broken. Penis is broken, and the girl's like, hey. and of course, Dennis is mortified. To the point he doesn't even, I, I actually wondered if Dennis was going to, but I think to do something, lash out in some violent way since he mm-hmm. was the bully, but he doesn't even he do that. I respect for Bill now that he that's, wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I also think that like with, with Bill's kind of pseudo-fathering, I think that's tempering a Dennis's anger That's a true. Bit. But also, it could also just be you're so mortified, it's like, I don't even know what, I yeah. mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the but most mortifying thing. if I was one of those girls, I would be like, you sound weirder talking about his his penis problem than he is right now. Well, I almost sense that like the girls thought both of them were We're idiots. You know, because Johnny because Johnny also kept talking about and it was this weird point of pride about his father. Like Mm -hmm. he's a famous doctor and he's really smart. Yeah, and Dennis had to ask him about his penis. (laughs) Like, you know, it's a it's a really weird scene. But it also makes it's also the perfect thing that yeah, these kids who were roughly what, how old are they? Like Like, twelve. Yeah, that they would do this. It doesn't it, it didn't necessarily seem necessary it didn't necessarily it didn't seem necessary uh to even really have that interaction between Johnny and Dennis, 
I don't know. I, I guess I'm getting kind of tired of it unless it's going to lead to a confrontation between Bill and Johnny. Well, yeah, I think there's like a lot to do with like how we're now watching kind of how Johnny is growing up, you know, in terms of like what his relationship to his father, yeah. what his father is doing as him, like as, as a person who's growing into like his own human. Mm. And I think that that was just like that scene was just to kind of show like the, because of his relationship with his father, now this is the kind of person that Johnny's becoming. Mm-hmm. But it occurs to me Johnny really is is his father's son because his father did confront you know, humiliated Dennis. Now Johnny's humiliated. Yeah. The whole Masters family <laughs> just humiliates this kid. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the other member of the Masters family and her relationship, Libby. Um, Joy is dead. Can someone explain to me on the comments how you think that she was like a plug pulled or like, you know? I guess just her condition. Yeah. She just slowly deteriorated. And yeah, also, you know. Like I just wanted to, I wanted to know medically I, what I, happened. I'm That's sure all. there's some type of muscle atrophy that would happen just because she's not able she's to not really. And 50 yeah. years ago, people maybe weren't taking care of people the same way we do now. I don't know. I was just wondering what medically, I'm just curious, medically, as to what happened, that's all. But again, you know what, I like how this season, the show, doesn't necessarily, like, like, they just kind of throw us into, they're yeah. at the grave. Yeah, we like, and, they don't spoon feed yeah. us. We've always liked that, so. Uh... Paul's there, Libby's there visiting Robert's grave, mm-hmm. and there and is getting this- some much-needed closure because he said to her, "I'm so sorry for your loss," and then she just needed to hear it. Yeah, and he, he, yeah, and he points out, no one's probably said that to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was a great little moment between them, and it's clear Paul just wants Libby. Yeah, and Libby is not well. She rejects him again and again until. Stephanie mm. expresses interest in Paul. Oh, she was irritating, wasn't she? Uh, yeah. Sarah Silverman's sister, I uh, believe. Oh, is that Sarah? I believe so. I yeah. Sorry, I, saw, I saw her. So, like Laura Silverman. I believe that credits, was her. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Sarah Silverman's sister. Well, she did a good job because she was supposed to be annoying and she was. Yeah, she wants to move in on Paul and is not subtle about it at all. Yeah, she circled in like a hawk. And then Libby not subtly sets them up. I know. Like, well, I mean, that's what Stephanie asked for. She yeah. asked to set up. And, you know, it seemed to be working there. Libby spying on them mm-hmm. or checking the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be fair, she was and then yeah. she heard the voice. Libby the just spends and... a lot of time at home. Girlfriend needs to get out and about. She's a housewife. <laughs> that's like, why that's it was good does. when she was volunteering and yeah. working yeah. with Robert in the civil <laughs> rights movement. Um... Yeah, because also we don't see their other children, by the way. We yeah. don't see the other master's they children. three children. Where are they? Um, but, uh, again, probably why we get a disclaimer at the end yeah. of every episode. Like, and we swear they're not being, like, horribly mistreated. But it's until Libby sees that, like, starts to realize she's getting jealous. Yeah. And that she really, she what really a, does want. What a fun. human moment. Oh, yeah. What a human moment, of course. <laughs> and then he comes out of the shower, and he's got, like, towel around his waist. She's just letting herself in. Tan and sexy. <laughs> like, get it, Lib. Get it. <laughs> I, I also think that, um, that just her having the interaction with Bill and having it, it kind of end on that note where he already thinks the marriage is over. Yeah. Kind of like like of you course, were saying, yeah. ignites that the desire to be like, well, this man wants me, and mm-hmm. and she, I enjoy being with him. You know, she's realized she's going to have to move on yeah. at some point. And look, Paul seems like a good guy. I mean, we know he's joy. Good kids. He's good. I mean, that was a point that was made mm-hmm. by yeah. uh, uh, Stephanie. Stephanie, and 
you know, so it's just a natural. It's also very convenient. They're neighbors. It's easy. It's, you know. Did you guys? Oh, sorry. <laughs> On a side note, um, has anyone read or heard about Modern Romance by. I just started Zara? reading it, and the first it, chapter yeah, talks about. Well, if you want to well, say. No, yeah, the first chapter talks about how, like, in the beginning, like, coupling, or not coupling, in the beginning, but back in the 50s. In the beginning, uh, there was the was, Earth and the Moon or but something. But even that, like, you know, the whole idea of coupling came from just convenience like this person lives across the street from me this person lives in my building this person is my neighbor so in my class makes, and my whatever yeah it yeah. makes total sense he, that yeah he shows a the book shows a lot of research that uh, back in the day people ended up marrying people in who just lived in their building yeah, yeah. And now people are meeting people all oh, around. I'm, this it's book destroyed is, dating. Sorry. Well, yeah, it, but you know what? Part it. of it, it says because now people, unlike back in the day, now people look for uh, like actual romantic love, like mm-hmm. somebody that they actually. Before there were other factors in it, yeah. and you know it's a weird thing because yeah, that's better. I want to marry somebody I love. People but were there's, just getting together so much younger back then. Yeah, but there's also there is something that when I'm reading this book, I'm like. Oh, this, so easy. Yeah, it's just yeah. make dating is such a nightmare, and this guess, would have been so yeah. much easier. That's why a lot of the convenience thing is because we were having a lot of talks about the staying power between Libby and Paul. We weren't really sure if they were going to stay together, mm-hmm. if it was just going to be whatever, because she obviously didn't seem very into it. So we weren't really sure. So that's why I was wondering. I was like, is this going to be something that's going to keep? That's going to like keep going or is this just like her moving on because it's convenient and now he's just a stepping stone to something else? I think she enjoys. Paul, and I also still think she's very much of that time where he is good to kids and he seems like he would treat her right, mm. but he might end up being boring. I mean, know? that was Joy's she problem. Him smart and nice, that's how she described him. Yeah. Well, so. wasn't Joy just kind of like it just kind of felt bored? Like it wasn't that he was like a, he wasn't a bad, bad guy, he was it was bored. just that she was bored uh, and she hurting. could fall into the exact but, same trap that, that Joy was in. But you know yeah. what? He's going to be more exciting than Bill. Yeah. Seriously. He's going to actually, you know, you know, touch her. Yeah, he's going to have yeah. sex with her. So He seems to have a passion for her. Yeah. Which yeah. is a big thing, you know, just to have a passion for someone. Like we were saying, we, we've been missing a little bit of the passion. We got two nice passion scenes, actually, now that I think about it. We had the one with Virginia and Dan, and then this one, this nice one at the end with Lily yeah. and Paul. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think, and that's another reason, because I actually think their relationship can really work, and that's another reason why I think that we're building to her leaving. And Bill's going to flip. When he finds out about this, which I assume he's going to find out, because he, you know, in he his, his... He wants his cake and wants to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that also, though, we've given our uh, listeners a, a, a reading assignment. This so, week. Modern Romance yeah. by Aziz Ansari. Okay, now it's, I have to read it's this It's good, it's good. Up. I'm reading the whole thing about texting right now, and it's making me... Because like, yeah. I always don't know whether I text or call him? the girl. Yeah. Did you see his stand-up at, at Madison Square Garden? No. Yeah. He had someone. He had someone come up to the stage and bring her phone with and like with his he, tech, yeah, her with texting. her texts from like a date, a oh, first date, this guy is, that she was dating. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, it came it was out like, like around the same time. Like that um, Madison Square Garden was kind of taped in timing yeah, to be released yeah. with yeah, modern for, romance, um, publicity and stuff. Uh, one last thing I want to bring up before we get to predictions. Uh, and we alluded to it before. There is the scene with uh, Ronald harassing Bill in the lobby, and Bill just—I mean, he unleashes. Yeah. Like he grabs him, and I feel like though—I mean, yeah, we know it's all coming from another place with Bill, but yeah. but I think also rightfully so. This guy's in there harassing people, all the time. and Bill says like, "I've been sent by God," yeah, or whatever. As a warning. Yeah, as a warning. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a great. 
moment. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I loved every second of that. And I know it's very different, but because we've just gone through a week in the real world where there was an issue in, like, an office where somebody was feeling that they had a say more from God with the whole Kim Davis thing mm-hmm. and the gay oh, marriage yeah. thing. Like, it actually made me think of, like, religious people like that. Yeah. And that's, so that scene kind of hit me in that way because mm-hmm. he reminded me the way he was talking about how he knew what was moral and right and, and God and, and judging. It made me think ex- about, about Kim the Davis. Kim Davis thing mm-hmm. this week. So I thought it was, I thought it was a good scene and I was, I was happy to see this guy kind of, kind of get, get it. His, yeah. 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 And maybe we'll be done with him. I don't know. I think it's going to be coming back around. Well, maybe right. we'll talk about that in predictions. Yeah. Predictions. I'm predicting TV predictions. predictions. Oh, wow. That was, <laughs> no, that was, wow. No fancy lights. No fucking come on. What was that? Steven. That was. <laughs> One more time. After Buzz Predictions. Ah. <laughs> and now. After Buzz there we go. TV. There we go. <laughs> we would not continue no. unless we got the lights. I like how his head just popped up. I know. He's like, Okay. Um, Quinn, do you want to start this one? Uh, okay. Um, I think, what do I think is going to happen? Honestly, I'm, I'm curious now to see where Virginia's at with Bill now that Dan isn't going to be around, isn't going to be around. Like, mm. now that she won't be, like, otherwise occupied, occupied, I'm wondering if maybe she might rubber band back. Okay. Mm. Uh, I don't, I think she's going to. I think she's going to miss Dan when Dan's not around. Yeah, I think so, too. But I'm just wondering what that's yeah. going to do with her relationship with Bill. It's a possibility. Uh, well, I think... I don't, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Nora and and Bill. And just how the surrogacy program is going to play out. I think yeah, she like, might make a move on Bill. Just because she's kind of put it out there yeah. that she's drawn to that personality yeah. type. Also wondering where Virginia is at with, like, if she's going to come around to the circus program. Um, I think she'll only come around if they if they make it uh, full circle, mm-hmm. so male and female. And then I think... As it should be. Yeah, as it should be. I also think she might... I don't know. There was that in that preview with, like, her and... I guess her and... Bill are going to try out the surrogacy program or something like that. They Bill's, like, Bill's always like trying to like find ways to have like, like yeah, no, we'll just do more research. Oh, yeah, we'll just right? have to do it ourselves. If you read uh, the the Masters of Sex book, it's a little creepy. Like Virginia, because they interviewed Virginia and she's talking about like he would always kind of just find like a reason to test it out with them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Bill Masters, you sneaky. That's bastard. why he was yeah. the master, master of sex. Of sex. Ah. Um, that was terrible. Um, you know, just a really quick thought, and I don't necessarily believe this, but when you were just talking about Nora, it made me think about, you don't think that she kind of did what she wasn't supposed to do in order to... No. Okay. To get, to get Bill's out. attention get, or anything like that. Because like, we would have seen a look or something. Okay, I didn't think so, but it just popped in my head, it so I figured be, I'd throw it out there. It will be interesting if they play into some type of sadomasochism. Um, like, yeah. if that ends up becoming mm-hmm. the topic. Okay. I could the totally from Nora, see that happen. But I don't think she did that on purpose. Okay. I, I think not- she is um, a... a um, uh, submissive. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think so either, but it, it popped in my head, so I wanted to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't... 
this has never been a violent show, and I don't expect it to suddenly become a violent show, but there have been a lot of bill outbursts in this. I'm very worried that there's going to be, with this this Ronald character, some burst of violence, some something that happens to the office, mm. something that happens to one of the surrogates something, coming out of there. Or maybe mm. something like to happen to like really, really ruin the, the reputation of the office, you mean? Well, you know what? Um, I, I mean, yeah, you maybe it's like that or maybe it, could, maybe it could even act out in some way. Because, you know, when, when Nora left with Jack, when she left with him in this episode, I kept thinking like, oh, if the religious people see like these girls coming out with these guys the going places, it's, going are they going to think dudes. that it's... And I wonder if some of these religious nuts are going to, you know, act out, act out in some way, and that—that's what I think might end up happening. That's a possibility. Here, so. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Something. So they're they're definitely leading up to something there. It's yeah. building. There's a lot of weird, violent feelings yeah. coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. Do you and, guys think we're gonna see stuff with Tessa and all that kind of stuff that's been put away come up? In the next episode, or is it going to wait all the way into the end of the season? Probably the episode after. I think in the the penultimate episode and in the season finale, we're going to get a lot of these kind of loose threads that that we haven't talked about in a while. So I'm excited. I'm actually like because I'm sitting here being like predictions, being like, God, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) predictions with the show is always tricky. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. It really is. Okay, well, that's it for this week then. Wrap it up. Uh, Adrian, tell the people. Uh, Sorry, water. Um, <laughs> yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M S E D R I A N S N O W. Quinn. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram, and you can search for me on Vine at the Quinn B. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Will Link. You can also listen to my pop culture comedy podcast, Will Sean Podcast. Really. I'm going to try to get you guys on sometime <laughs> yeah. soon as guests to uh, to talk about all this. i got to find out if Sean will podcast. That's the only way you're going to uh. know. And uh, you know what? Read and season Sorry's book again. Modern <laughs> Romance. We're plugging everything. Uh, yes. We will see you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 